The Midweek Horror Podcast is supported by Horrified, the website that celebrates and champions British horror, covering films, television, books, fiction, and more. You can visit Horrified at horrifiedmagazine.co.uk and find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at horrifiedmag. This is the Midweek Horror Podcast with Hannah Fox and Alice Reed. Welcome to the Midweek Horror Podcast. I'm Hannah Fox. And I am the very proud owner of a four and a half kilo Toblerone. Oh, it is incredible. I mean, I don't know if you can just call it a Toblerone. No, it's... um... It's a Tobler 10. Yeah, that's my news. I bought a four and a half kilo Toblerone. I've never seen anything like it. And if you can imagine, it's not its not just tall, is it? It's long. No. It's, it's tall, it's long, every dimension. It's like a metre long. It's massive. Yeah. <laughs> but basically every dimension. So like the triangles, the base of the triangle is about as big as... Yeah, I'm trying to think how we can convey yeah. it in an audio um, format. I would say it's about as big as the bottom of a tin of corned beef, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So if you imagine... I, I, I actually think that's accurate to within about know. half a centimetre. If you imagine, so then I guess about... But it's what... Yeah. So if you imagine like about, what, ten of those all lined up? Yeah, ten tins of corned beef. Yeah. Solid chocolate. Solid chocolate. It's actually twelve, twelve triangles. Yeah, as I say, I think it's yeah. a bit bigger than that. So yeah. twelve tins of corned beef all standing in a line... And it's heavy as well. It's very heavy. Well, it's four and a half kilos. Yeah, like when you said lift it, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Hefty. Uh, I might be covering for the fact that I've not seen any horror films. <laughs> that That's all my news. Um, well, did, did you watch that film I recommended to you? You I haven't, haven't have you? You no, haven't. I, oh, I have been quite busy. I am the scholar. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Okay, brilliant. So, well... Just to, just to finish the unfinished business. Yeah. And I'm Ellis Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I went off script, didn't you did, I? did, but it's fine. You yeah. know, I mean, everyone knows who you are. I think and we're okay. Welcome to the Midweek Horror Podcast. Yes, hello, everyone. This was, we were going to do an Easter special, and this mm. is a bit late, but we're still doing it. Yeah. It was just hard syncing up our calendars over Easter itself. But before we get on to what film we're watching tonight in celebration, belated celebration of Easter, mm. have you seen any horror films lately? I have. Woo! Well, I've seen one anyway, which I, um, I still think means I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I watched um, quite a random horror film um, the other night and um, I actually said to Ellis, oh, you should watch this at some point because it, it was not what I expected. So... The film is, it's available on Netflix, actually, if anyone wants to watch it. And um, it's called Eli. So without spoiling it, the kind of, the basic plot um, is all about, there's a young a young boy and he is basically allergic to everything. He is in like a kind of hazmat suit. And when he's not in a hazmat suit, he's in like a special tent 
can't even touch his mother and father. It's just always has to be in this tent because he's allergic to air. He's allergic to everything. So at the beginning of the film, we sort of, yeah, we kind of get an idea about how bad this is. And then his mother and father kind of announce that they're taking him to this doctor who will be able to help him with this allergy and hopefully he can lead a normal life. And, you know, we kind of see he, they go on this road trip and basically going to this doctor has almost kind of bankrupted them and they're really desperate to kind of get get this sorted. And he, at one point, I think, um, falls over and there's like a rip in the suit and they were quickly, you know, getting there to, to get the, um, to put the tape on it because when he gets exposed to air, he kind of goes all red and blotchy like instantly. So you, yeah, you, it's quite clear that he's very allergic. Yeah, yeah. So he gets to this doctor's surgery and it's not a surgery. It's like a, a very old haunted looking house. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Like really eerie sort of house. Um, and he gets in there. This house is really specialized. So you kind of get cleansed when you get in there and it's a protective environment. So he can just wander around the house normally, which he's never done and touches mum and dad. So it's, you know, it's quite nice. But as time goes on, weird things start to happen. So he starts to like see things and he's also having these, um, treatments and operations and things. So you're not sure whether what he's seeing, he starts to see like children. And you're not sure whether he might be seeing ghosts or whether it's to do with the operations and whether he's having, um, what's the word, hallucinations, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And things get weirder and weirder. He meets this little girl who's um, who lives outside and is a person. She's not a spirit or anything. And she kind of insinuates that other children have been there and have never been seen again, like to get treatment for allergies and things. And it gets weirder and weirder. And then has a very weird twist that I just wasn't expecting. Huh. And I feel like everyone should go and watch it because it is weird. It's not that it's the best film ever, don't get me wrong. It, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Did you know, you've totally sold me on it because that description it's sounds so strange. brilliant. Yeah. What, it, would, what would you give it stars-wise? I would have said, generally, maybe a three. But for the twist, because I was so like, what? I would probably have given it three and a half, four. Just because okay. it was weird. Maybe three and a half. But purely for the twist. (laughs) The film, the film itself isn't that amazing. I was just like, oh, okay. Interesting thought. Yeah. I know you've only given it three and a half stars Mm. and half, half of those stars. Well, (laughs) half a star of those stars begrudgingly. (laughs) But I think that sounds amazing. So I'm I'm sorry I didn't get around to seeing it before we did this. No, no, that's fine. To be fair, like it's, um, I kind of just randomly said to you, just because I thought, well, if you do get a chance, it might be worth it. But at some point, yeah, let me know what you think of the twist. Yeah. We could even do a podcast on it if mm. we have a shorter time one night. Yeah. If I watch it, yeah, we're, we're going to have, have a we're chat have a about podcast. it. Yeah, just have mm. a chat about it and record it because we yeah. do have to watch a film tonight. That's, we do. This that's is it. Yeah. The major, the major time component of our podcast yeah. evenings <laughs> is watching a film. So in terms of the film we're going to watch, we have two options, and I thought I would let you pick which one to watch. Oh, okay. Because we wanted um, we wanted an Easter themed film for our belated Easter special, and we'd sort of provisionally agreed on Critters too, mm. because Critters I've always found like I've never seen a Critters film, Normally. but I've always found the posters very appealing. It Me looks too. a bit like Gremlins, yes, very eighties looking. Yep, and apparently Critters Two is set at Easter. And I think the critters are hidden inside Easter eggs or something. 
Do you know what? Let's not even let's not even discuss. Let's go for Critters Two because I really want to see it now. <laughs> okay, okay. And we can always save the next one. The next the Easter. next Easter, yeah. The other one being the Beaster Bunny. <laughs> but I know absolutely actually, nothing about that, so I feel no. like it's okay. Apart from it's saying. a pun, so I'm sort of sad that mm. I told you about it because mm. that would have made a great film for our punning quizzes. Would have done, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But. Never mind. I'll probably forget about it by next Easter, so you can do it again. So, talking of um, talking of punning quizzes, mm. we've got a real treat lined up for later. So, one of our good friends and um, a real supporter of the podcast, yeah. Adam. Not Adam who recommended Night of the Demon, but Adam who you know as well. Yeah. Has actually taken it upon himself to write us, for Easter, a Christianity-themed... Punning quiz. Wow. So, what yeah. a trooper. Yeah, yeah. So I will what be... What a true fan. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm going to be doing my usual role as quiz master. Yeah. But Adam will be our QI elf Ooh. coming up with all the questions. Well, I can't wait. Yeah, it's I'm really excited good. about that as well. Let's agree an agenda. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to watch the trailer for Critters 2, Mm -hmm. give our initial thoughts as always. Yeah. Then we're going to watch Critters 2, then we'll do the funny quiz. Perfect. Then we'll go to Rotten Tomatoes and see what the Tomatometer has to say about Critters 2. Sounds like a fun-filled evening. Yeah, I don't know why I'm chairing this podcast. We don't, Am I going to write the minutes? <laughs> <laughs> we normally we normally just do it, don't we? Um, Can you imagine my minutes? It'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this, though. Yeah, Because um, it's been a bit longer this time because of not meeting up over yeah. Easter. I've been really looking forward to this. And um, we've got a pizza coming as well. Oh, I can't wait for that. Pizza Hut. I know, I'm really excited. We've got some Easter-themed chocolates that I got cheap because mm. it's not Easter anymore. Very pun intended. Cheap. Cheap. Very good. (laughs) Very good. Yeah, I think we're going to have a fantastic evening. Yeah. And uh, I think the listeners at home are going to have a fantastic evening too. too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, to try and improve our visibility as a podcast. So I was looking in Google Podcasts. I was looking in Google Podcasts and I did uh, a search for horror movie review and we didn't come up. Oh, so, shocker. I've slightly tweaked the name of our podcast. Oh. We're now called, uh, what's the name of our podcast? Midweek Horror Podcast. Yeah, we're now called mm-hmm. the Midweek Horror Podcast, colon, <laughs> Horror Movie Reviews. Oh. Um, it doesn't roll off the tongue so well, but you know, I can deal oh, we, with it. That, that's, just, that's just our listing. We're still right, called the okay, Midweek Horror good. Podcast. Nice. You know, I haven't changed the graphic or <laughs> anything. But now if you search for horror movie reviews, we come up quite quickly. Oh. Yeah, so Google's algorithm, not as smart as it thinks it is. But we're... Cracked it. The, the two we're sandwiched between in the in the results. So we're just over one called something, something, something horror movie reviews. And then we're just below one called the, the, the Horror Virgin. And I've made a mental note to listen to that because I think it must be a good podcast. Because it's coming up in the results, and they've yeah. not even had to put horror movie reviews <laughs> in their name, so so they must yeah they must be doing yeah, pretty well. It, presumably, mm. it's been included on merit. Yeah, well, 
Good for them. <laughs> yeah. I'll make a call on whether to include this in the final edit. Right, shall we go watch a trailer for Critters 2? Let's do it. Brilliant. So we've watched the trailer for Critters mm. 2, and we've had a superb pair of Pizza Hot pizzas. Very nice. Yeah. I wolfed it down, to be honest. And I very much enjoyed both the trailer and my pizza. Good evening so far. Yeah. And what do you think of the trailer? I thought it looked great. It was um, very Easter-themed. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Very Easter-themed. I think we struck gold with that. Yeah, I was worried it'd be like, oh, is it just mentioned once, then it's mm. Easter? But no, the trailer begins with literally a banner that says, you know, Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Happy Easter, Happy everyone. Happy Easter, everyone. An Easter bunny. Yeah. Goes smashing through a window. <laughs> they, they were like in church, weren't they? And the Easter bunny comes smashing through the window. Yeah, yeah. The critters themselves look like a lot of fun. Very gremlins. Yes, very much so. More teeth. Yeah. What I didn't expect was the Masters of the Universe style (laughs) sexy space aliens that turn up on Earth as well. Yeah. Are they maybe hunting the critters? It looked like they were. It looked like they'd been almost sent to, yeah, go and hunt the critters on, on Earth. Uh, I don't know, but that's what yeah, that's certainly what it looked like. I wonder if, because we got a shot, didn't we, of a, a spaceship travelling through space. I wonder if the critters are like a dangerous cargo mm. that they might be transporting to space prison. Yeah. And they accidentally crash on Earth or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shout, actually. Might be a stretch to say it's a horror. I think yeah, it's a bit yeah. sci-fi, but I think... Yeah, we can go with it. Yeah, why not? It's yeah, the worst that can happen. Exactly. I think, yeah, it's definitely Easter. Definitely Easter. <laughs> I mean, we've nailed Easter. Absolutely. It, the critters themselves look like a lot of fun. Like when they all join up and form a giant rolling <laughs> boulder of critters. And I liked it when he bit into the tyre and then like inflated. That was, yeah, that was yeah. very good as well. Very 80s looking. I was going to say, that's so 80s. yeah. So I'm going to make a prediction. I think we will enjoy this as much as Leprechaun, but not feel as morally conflicted by some of the stereotypes. Probably right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be a Stone Cold 4. I think it'll be three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. Well, let's see how we feel when we've seen the film. Um, well, we've had our tea. We've watched the trailer. Done our preamble. Only, <laughs> only one thing left to do, and that is watch Critters 2. Yes. By the way... So neither of us have seen Critters 1. No. <laughs> Can you imagine if we put this on? It's like the two towers. It just starts like halfway through. Oh, okay. Somebody's died and we don't know who. <laughs> All the critters are sad. Hopefully not. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking a- it'll be okay as a standalone. I think so. I'm hoping. I mean, well, we... <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Yeah, with Leprechaun, we went straight in on Leprechaun in the hood. And that was fine. Yeah, I think this will be the same. We didn't need to watch the other leprechauns. It was all. It was all good. No, yeah, yeah, all good. In the hood. In the hood. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna have a little jingle. We're gonna watch Critters Two on my big projector, and then we'll be straight back to tell you what we thought of it. Thumbs up from Han. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grand. <laughs> And we're back. Well, what did you think? Really enjoyed it. Me too. It was really good. It was really good fun. It was really good fun. I think it was exactly what I hoped it would be when we picked Critters 2. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. A silly film that doesn't waste any time to get going, 
lots of crazy, evil, but sort of funny puppets eating things. And people. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And didn't take itself seriously at all. You were going to say too seriously, too seriously then. And then you thought, that's no, an understatement. No, just not seriously <laughs> in any way. No. Um, like you said, it kind of just exactly what oh, I was sorry. expecting. Pepsi Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was expecting, but not in a bad way. Just, yeah, mm. good fun. Lots of Easter references, you know. Lots of Easter references. I was very proud of myself. Normally I'm terrible at recognising actors. Mm. But I was a full-on IMDB rain man today. You were. You really were. Because there was a character in that. What's his name? The editor of the newspaper. I can't remember. And we were both like, oh, we've seen him before. Mm. And then I suddenly realised it was the guy who plays Phoebe's doctor in that episode of Friends when she's having her baby. And the doctor is obsessed with the Fonzie. <laughs> and we checked it on IMDb and it was him. Yeah. It, it was, was a really him, yeah. good spot. It was a really good spot. Because I like, recognised him, but I wouldn't have thought past that. But yeah, yeah. fair play. Very, very rare that I can recognise actors like that. Yeah. So, well, I almost, I almost don't know what to say about it more than that. So I think what we should probably do is just talk about the plot and then we'll remember things to say. I yeah. hope we will. Otherwise, it's oh, going to be yeah. a bloody short podcast. Yeah, I know we will. Um, it, so it starts off by, um, now, have I got this right? So it starts off with the, the boy coming back into town. So there's, um, a young boy. Bradley Brown. Bradley Brown back in town, which they kept saying, which was really annoying. Bradley Brown is coming back on the bus back into the small town where all this is set. And you kind of, they start to drop hints that something happened a couple of years ago when he lived there. Yeah, yeah. And there was, he had reported that there were these critters. Yeah. And no yeah. one really seems to have believed him. Yeah. So it's obviously, obviously that he's a main character from the first film. He's had some kind of battle with the critters before, but what, whatever this, confrontation was was not on a big enough scale that anyone else really noticed yeah apart from maybe the sheriff oh yeah the sheriff so the sheriff from the town is living in a caravan and he's very bitter that he got voted out in a landslide presumably because he was talking about alien critters presumably yeah and like we we pieced together a lot of the first film and was there anyone else around who'd seen the critters last time i don't think there was was there no i don't think so oh One key person. Mm. So, okay, what's the best way to explain this? So something else that happens right at the start is these shape-shifting alien bounty hunters, they get a message from a sort of Doctor Who reject alien telling them they haven't finished the job and their scan has revealed... I think the the proper name for the critters is Krites Mm. on Earth. And they're like, no, we finished that job. And they said, no, the scan never lies. You have to go back and finish it if you want paying. So obviously those bounty hunters were on Earth in the first film. And with them, they've got a guy called Charlie, who we sort of pieced together in the first film was the town drunk. And somehow during that film, the first battle with the critters, he ended up, because he was a nobody on Earth, joining the aliens and um, becoming a bounty hunter with them. And when he realizes they're going back to Earth to finish the job, he's a bit nervous. And he's like, you wouldn't leave me back on Earth, would you? Because he's really happy as a bounty hunter. Mm. So that's at least three people who know about the critters. But everyone else in... Like, this is almost... I guess it's almost like the local Bigfoot legend where nobody really believes it, but they've all heard the story of these alien critters. And all just thought it was a load of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
I think pretty much, so Charlie, Charlie, sorry, not Charlie, um, Bradley, Bradley, sorry, yeah, when Bradley, Bradley's coming back to visit his grandma to spend the, who still lives in the town, to spend the Easter break with her, and as soon as he gets there, everyone's kind of saying, oh, Bradley Brown, you know, kind of made up this story, yeah. and he gets quite a hard time, doesn't he? And they're doing the it in a really small town American way. Yeah. Like, well, looky here, <laughs> if it isn't... <laughs> If it isn't Bradley Brown, the Critters Boy, or whatever they're saying, I don't know. That, that's yeah, not verbatim yeah. from the script. But pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're giving him a massive hard time about this. But then what is also going on at the same time is a couple of people in the town, one of whom seems to be a bit of a Dell Boy wheeler dealer, yeah. come across some eggs which they think they can sell some strange looking eggs in an old barn. Yeah, that nobody's been two years. It's yeah, like a presumably it's the Bradley Brown family barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, anyway, they find all of these eggs and they end up selling them to Bradley's grandma, who is putting on an Easter egg hunt in the in the village for the children. So these Easter eggs end up getting these eggs, sorry, end up getting painted by the children and the, the church goers and sort of scattered for an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Um, and ending up in people's houses because they find the eggs, etc. Yeah. So they're making their way around the town. Then it kind of all starts kicking off. There's a, a couple of them are kind of get loose first, don't they? And the guy who's been selling the eggs, he gets eaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Properly, properly eaten. eaten. And his dog. Yeah. Um, but I think the big, the big thing that happens when everyone sort of notices that this might be a problem is they're in church on Easter Sunday about to do the Easter egg hunt. And the new sheriff is dressed up as the Easter bunny to you know, do the bit with the children. So he, I'm, I'm not a Christian. Yeah. You, you, you're from a Catholic background. Yeah. Is that part of the Easter service? That has never been part of the Somebody Easter dressed up as the Easter bunny. No. no, I wouldn't have thought so either. So I think they were just thinking maybe it was something nice for after church for the children, yeah. I suppose. But anyway, he he's trying to get... <laughs> this is a weird bit as well. When he's trying to put his um, costume on and he can't do it up properly. Yeah, And yeah. he comments that his, like, wang might be falling out. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, God. The Easter Bunny with his... What does he call it? It doesn't say when. It's something like that, wasn't it? Like It's some kind of American slang yeah. for his wedding. Uh, let's say wang. Oh, the Easter Bunny with his wang <laughs> hanging out. That'll be that'll be great. That'll teach the kids a lesson. <laughs> it was just a bit dark, it's wasn't weird. it? But then rather than like, I don't know, doing something sensible, he starts jumping up and down, which we were like, well, that would not help matters because, you no. know, there's going to be a flopping incident It's going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he was jumping because he was getting into character because he had to hop as the bunny. Mm, okay, we'll give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, but put your knob away first. Put your knob away first. Yeah. Um, and this results in a couple of the critters getting into his bunny rabbit suit. Yeah. And next thing we know, he's crashing through the church window. Yeah. And everyone freaks out. Because he's been eaten, eaten. from inside. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. So you question whether this would be a horror film. Mm. I think it can definitely be classed as horror comedy. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because people were getting eaten. Yeah, people were getting eaten. Um, Mind you, they got eaten in Jurassic Park, didn't they? Well, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, 
I think we can we watched it. We yeah, we watched it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then so after that, they it kind of then becomes a bit of a the villagers, pretty much led by the bounty hunters and Bradley and Charlie, kind of trying to well them against the critters really. Yeah, trying all kinds of things and kind of I think that maybe the the kind of the big sort of finale bit is when they try and lure them into a, like a big burger store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and try and blow them up. Yeah. And that's kind of like the big, the big sort of end bit. But before then there's various kinds of. And during that, mm. when they try to lure them into the burger barn. Yeah. Charlie takes fright to fact, despite the fact that he's now meant to be a space bounty hunter. Yeah. And apparently runs away. That's key, key context mm. for. Basically, he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back and saves the day. And it turns out, so after they try and blow him up, all the critters that joined up to make this massive critter boulder that's rolling around. Mm. And then Charlie comes back, and it turns out he'd actually run off to get the spaceship, flies the spaceship into the critters, kills them all. We think Charlie's dead, but then he turns up at the end saying, can somebody help me get this parachute off? Because actually he'd parachuted out at the last minute. Yeah. I think we did it. I think we pretty much did it. Oh, I think also worth saying one of the bounty hunters does come a cropper as well during oh, the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Lee, one of the other bounty hunters, who's at that point um, has transformed into a Playboy star. Yeah. <laughs> After he sees um, a lady in one of the Playboy magazines, he ends up getting eaten, basically, by the critters. And so his companion, Ugg, who is the other bounty hunter, can't really do anything for a while because he's so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. sort of freaks out and reverts. So these shapeshifting bounty hunters, in their neutral state, they've just got these like blank white faces. But if they see something, they can copy it. Mm. And Ugg spends almost all of the film, we can infer from things that are said that in the first film, he took on the form of a rock star. Yeah. And liked it so much, he just stayed, stayed that way. That way yeah. Whereas Lee is more often in the neutral state, and he turns into a porn star. He sees in a Playboy, he turns into a like a nerd, a nerdy guy. He sees, and then back into the porn star. And basically, when Lee dies, Ugg is so upset, he sort of reverts to his blank face state and goes mm. semi catatonic. Like I think he can stand, but he's not. He's not not really, really responding it. to anyone. Although before Charlie saves the day, he also sort of saves the day because he morphs into one of the critters and fools everyone that he is the leader of the critters. Yeah. So when they're struggling to get the critters to go in the barn with all the cheeseburgers so they can blow them up, Ugg takes on the form of like a sort of leader critter mm. and goes, oh no, let's go get the cheeseburgers, they're better, and yeah. leads them into the barn. Yeah. Crazy film. Crazy film. Lots going on. I mean, you've also got the old sheriff who basically says he's leaving town because he's had enough of the people. He saves the day as well. <laughs> a few people get, get their chance to save the day. Yeah, he returns at a critical juncture with his old yeah. sheriff outfit on and he's like, I'm back. When the, Twirling uh, his guns around. Well, it's when um, Bradley's trying to save a little girl from being eaten by the critters but then gets into... Like a situation where he's surrounded, but then yeah, sheriff appears. Yeah, yeah. Shoots them all, and it was all just good fun. Yeah, like, all the lots scenes. Going on. Yeah, the gremlin style scene, scenes of the critters misbehaving, like especially when the the bounty hunters 
find them in that restaurant, mm. sort of, I guess, during the middle act to kick the middle act off. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of funny little scenes, like one of them ends up in the deep fat fryer. Oh, yeah. um, Another one gets the like, top of his hair do blown off. Yeah, and they're like sort of squirting ketchup at each other and things. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like a silly... Yeah, very like Gremlins, actually. Very similar. But, but yeah, just lots going on, lots of fun, very silly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just silly, lightweight fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually think you're right with three, three and a half stars, I think is about right. I think so. But for me, it's a very warm three and a half stars. It, it just wasn't trying to do anything too big or clever. No, agreed. It was just a good fun film. Yeah. Was there anything you didn't like about it? No, I don't think so. You? Um, the plot at the beginning seemed a bit weird because, you know, you've got that, you've got that guy who's found these eggs in a barn mm. and he thinks jackpots. I can sell these to the dealer of curios or whatever yeah. he is. And I, he, he takes the, the, I guess he's got like a knickknack shop to see them. And he, he's, he's like, come on, I've got something to show you. Buried treasure. <laughs> and when they look at him, the, the, the guy who he's trying to sell these to are like, what the hell are these? And he says to him, whatever you say they are. <laughs> and I think, that's just an odd approach to life. Like, if you find something and you don't know what it is, jackpot. Jackpot. You can say this in anything. I mean, like, so, because you were coming around today, I did a bit of tidying up. And, like, when I was hoovering up, you know, when you hoover raffles, mm. I was like, oh, what's this? And it was just like a white plastic disc with about four holes in it. Didn't have a clue what it was. Mm. I didn't think, bingo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can sell that. I, I can sell this. spaceship. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, is it? Yeah. Whatever I say it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's just really, not how life works. They didn't really look like anything worth having. No, exactly. exactly. It would have been better, actually, if they'd said, oh, I bet we can sell these as Easter eggs for the Easter yeah, parade, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was just like this guy seemed to have this weird faith <laughs> that because... If he didn't know what they were... So true. I never even Nobody, no nobody knew what they were. So yeah. you could just tell them it was something that was worth money and then sell it mm. to them. It was just a really, really weird... Like, and like you say, they could have written that better. Like, it could have been, oh, you know, yeah. what, what kind of eggs are these? Who cares? They're not going to hatch Who now. cares? I bet, the Easter. Gra- I bet Grandma will pay us 10 bucks for the, the, to have them at the Easter Yeah, it's Easter so they and their eggs. what they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another thing that slightly always makes... Oh, there's a weird thing to admit to, really. But the thing that always makes me go, oh, okay, sure. It, but because it was a silly film, I, I actually didn't mind. I'm sorry, some of those children would have died. <laughs> like, I'm always like, you don't have to show them being eaten, but let's pretend one of the children yeah. got eaten. Because, the, like, literally, one of them was in the girl's bedroom and she's, like, dangling her hand... And yeah, then she's yeah. driving around on the bike and the critters right. I'm like, the same girl? one of them would have got eaten or at least bitten. Yeah. Come yeah. on. At least like have a, you know, a kid gets bitten. I'm just like, otherwise they're pointless. Because adults were getting eaten with gay abandon. Oh my gosh. And these, <laughs> these kids, like at one point the girl was fleeing on a tricycle. <laughs> and all these critters, so the way the critters move is they roll like tumbleweed. And yeah. they're all rolling after her. And she just ended up being fine. Yeah, not even a nibble. Not even a nibble. I'm not saying let's kill them all, but like, you know, just like a little little nibble. i tell you what else I didn't like, and this is a really harsh thing to say I didn't like, but I can only be honest. Mm. So Bradley Brown, the main character, for some reason I just didn't find him a very likeable character. Okay, fair. 
Fair enough. But, you know, for the most part, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just like you say, what we thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, I almost have very little to say about it for that reason. Are you I'm sticking by your sticking. three? We th- sticking oh, by yeah, three and a half three stars? And a half. Should we have a look on Rotten Toms? But before we do, Han, oh. before we do, mm. I think we should have a little jingle. Oh, yes, hang on. What was on the itinerary? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a quiz. We do. We which do indeed. Adam has very kindly prepared for us. I'm very excited. So about let this. me get my laptop. Yep. And then we will do a quiz. But jingle first. So I don't know if you have you listened to the last episode. No. Oh, Hannah. Ah, oh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm up to date apart from that one. We've got new jingles. What? Okay, I've yeah. listened. To, I'll listen to it on the way home. Yeah, please do. That's the only one. I, I'm all, I'm all up to date. Otherwise, I do like yeah, to check yeah. our work. You know, just in case Alice has said something awful about me, just to see if I'm listening. <laughs> and we've got um, a put like a, a sort of ticking. I'll edit this out. <laughs> a, t- a ticking clock for the quick fire ah. and a gong when you finish it. Okay, I'll totally listen to that yeah, when yeah. we're back. All right. Well, I'll edit this in summer. Let's have a jingle, then we'll do a quiz. You ready for a quiz? I am absolutely ready. So Adam sent me this as an email. It's called TMHP Easter Quiz 2022. Special themed round, all featuring Christianity-based horror movies. And then there's a picture, and he's captioned the picture, I kick ass for the Lord, brain dead, 1992. Unfortunately, I can't see what the picture is, because my my email provider has removed the pictures Presumably for my own security. <laughs> but, God, I dread to think. I, well, I imagine it's a picture from Brain Dead. So is it multiple choice? Or is it? It's exactly the same format that you know and love. Cool. Where it's multiple choice, but one of the, one of the options is just he's made it up. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And also, you don't even have the advantage of knowing his style. No, that's what I was thinking. Tricky. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Question one. Yeah. For Tempe. A group of young, horny, out-of-control Christians spend a fun-filled weekend at the Happy Day Bible Camp. Their impure antics summon up a sadistic, crazy nun known as Sister Mary Chopper. <laughs> One by one, these youthful sinners pay a bloody penance for their miscreants. Seven years later, a new group of Bible-toting teens return to the Happy Day Bible Camp. All ignore the warnings from the local folk of the grisly murders that took place seven years prior. Is Sister Mary Chopper dead? Or is she just waiting for backsliding Christians to commit sins of the unholy? So that's the plot summary. Is it called Sister Axe? Oh, that's, yeah, a yeah, that's a good one. one. Hot cross nuns. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> bloody, bloody Bible camp. None too clever. <laughs> or did Adam make it up? Oh, God. I mean, Sister Mary Chopper. That can't be real, right? <laughs> <laughs> does, does Chopper mean to you what it means to me? 
Well, like a, a, a penis. Wang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, screw it. I'm going to go Hot Cross Nuns. No, it is a real film, though. Is it's it? It's called Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. Oh, Hot Cross Nuns was much better. Yeah, I liked Sister Acts. That was really good as well. Oh, uh, well. Sister uh, Mary Chopper, then. Sister Mary Chopper, yeah. <laughs> well, Adam's outwitted you there. Oh, no money in the prize Well done, yet. Ad. Down 10p. Okay, question two. Here's the plot summary. Jacob asks our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ to resurrect his dead son Lazarus, but it turns out even the divine have a bad day when the Lord brings back more than just Lazarus. When waves of flesh-eating zombies are pulled from the earth, Jesus has to team up with Judas Iscariot to wage war against <laughs> the undead. Wow. Is it called The Garden of Deathsemane? Oh, good one. A Judas Kiss of Death? <laughs> 30 Punches of Silver? Or Fist of Jesus? Oh. Or did he make it up? What was the first one again? The Garden of Deathsemane. I want to go for that one. Oh, and it's Fist of Jesus. Oh, God. Again, not as good as the Garden of Death Ceremony. No, no, that is a bit of a theme oh, in this film, isn't it? God, 20p down. Jeez. Come on, okay. Han. Come on. You can do this. Question three. Newly minted archaeologist Ralph Jasmine unearths the legendary Ark of the Covenant buried deep within the catacombs of a North Yorkshire chapel. What Rolf doesn't know is that he's unearthed more than a majestic gold chest. In a blaze of holy fire, the prophet Moses is reborn and he's pissed. <laughs> Can Ralph and his team of junior archaeologists stop the prophet from slaughtering the hapless residents of North Allerton? For 2,000 years, mankind has ignored the Ten Commandments and it's time to pay the price. That sounds mental. If that's a real film, we actually have absolutely have to watch yeah. that. Well, is it called The Burning Bush of North Allerton? War of the Moses? Oh. Yeah. Moses is red, violence is true. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Thou shalt not live. Mm-hmm. Straight, straight to the point. Straight to the point, yeah. yeah. Or did Adam make it up? I mean, it's so, it's so particular. I think it's got to be real. Um, the Moses is red one. Oh, and he made it up. Oh, I'm Ad, I'm really disappointed because I really wanted to watch that. So you're gonna literally have to make me a film now. <laughs> that was that was well played, because I really thought that one was, yeah, a, yeah, that was, was a, a truey. A great plot oh. summary. Okay. Question four is the plot summary. Okay. When their beloved village priest dies in a church fire, the residents of Ruggy Island are horrified. That horror spirals out of control. When Father Beans is resurrected as a flesh-eating revenant, hell-bent on delivering a most unholy communion, it's up to the residents of Ruggy Island to stop their undead padre from spilling everyone's flesh and blood on the village altar. Is it called Unholy Communion? Ruggy Ruggy Clergy Killer? (laughs) This next two are classics. Priest Enders... Oh, that was a good one. Father dead. <laughs> or did Adam make it up? Funnily enough, I thought of Father Ted because of Rugged Island. <sighs> it's quite close, but I want to go Priest Enders. <laughs> I know, it's, it's all fake. Oh! 
We've still got no oh, money in the prize I'm fund. Broke as anything. Oh my god. But the good, the good news is Adam's put a lot more effort into this than I normally do. You've only had <laughs> half your questions. Like okay. normally, normally I do three or four, and then so like, I've still got time to, cl- to claw some cash back. Yeah, yeah. Can't do shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question five. Can you can you get off get off square one? What's the phrase? I hope so. Well, no, can that, you get that? Yeah, can, can you get a question <laughs> right? Get a question basically? right. <laughs> Have you got a brain in there? <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean that. Anne. I didn't mean that. Yeah, can you sure. open? Can you open your account? Uh, one uneventful Monday, a series of horrific but motiveless murders are committed by New York residents. A man shoots people from a water tower. A father murders his family, and a cop opens fire at St. Patrick's Day revelers. The only pattern is the perpetrator's calm admission that God told me to, in quotes. Mm. While investigating the murders, Detective Peter Nicholas is troubled by evidence of a Christ-like figure named Bernard, who appeared to each of the killers, and can't seem to shake the feeling that his own fate is linked to this mysterious being. As he comes closer to the truth, his worst fears are confirmed. Is it called Pulp Crucifixion? Don't say a prayer for me now. <laughs> like that. God told me to. Monday, bloody Monday. Mm. Or did Adam make it up? What was the first one again? Pulp crucifixion. Like that, That's a, that is a great one. Uh, sorry, what was number two again? Do you know what? Could you just go through them all again? Yeah. <laughs> Pulp crucifixion. Yeah. Don't say a prayer for me now. God told me to. Monday, bloody Monday. I'm going to go with God told me to because it's the most straightforward. Had? Yeah. You've got 10p in yes! the prize fund. Come there we go. On. Although, again, not the strongest name by a no. long shot. No. I quite like Don't, don't Say a Prayer for Me Now. That was a good one. I like Pulp Crucifixion. Pulp Crucifixion. I mean, it, that, was, that was definitely the least good name. Yeah, yeah. But yes, oh, thank God. One point. Okay, question six. He has died... He has risen. He will kill. After unruly metalheads urinate on Father Kilborn's bright (laughs) butt. Try again. Go go from the start. (laughs) He has died. He has risen. He will kill. After unruly metalheads urinate on Father Kilborn's (laughs) bright... Father Kilborn's pride? No. But that's what my mouth wants to say. Okay. We can get one, once more from the top. He has died. He has risen. He will kill. After unruly metal hate. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out. Even though we're laughing, people at home are just going to be unsubscribing in droves. All those new followers on Google. Yeah. So I'm not going to do he has died again, because I think we've got several we've got takes that. of that. He, will, he has died, he has risen, he will kill. Yeah, when I'm editing this together, I'm going to have so many options for that bit. Let's just see if we can get one cut of the next sentence. One take of the next sentence. After unruly metalheads urinate on Father Kilborn's Bible... The enraged clergyman goes on a wild bender, fueled by stolen communion wine. After a car crash lands the father in a toxic waste dump, this disturbed priest is transformed into a mutated killing machine 
on a mission to wipe out the godless fans of heavy metal music, can anyone stop the mosh pit from becoming a bloodbath? Is it called Death to Metal? Mm. I like this one. Goth versus Cloth. <laughs> the Headbangers Fall. Mutant Toxic Hippie Killer. Mm, or did Adam make it up? What was the third one? The Headbangers Fall. I'm going to go with that. The Headbangers Fall. No, it was Death to Metal. It's oh! right, and you've still got 10p in the prize fund. My favourite, though, was Goth versus Goth Cloth. Goth versus Cloth, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's some great puns. Oh, that does make me think about a touching claw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question seven. Okay. God, what have I got? I'm 10p. God. I know, he's given you all these questions and you've only got one of he's them right. absolutely thrashing me. But to be fair, you know, we're both bozos on this bus. I can't even say them. <laughs> you got to be fair, yeah. I mean, I feel a little bit better, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> question seven. A demonic nun summons the devil to a small fishing village where he takes over the body of a beautiful, busty young woman and a great white shark. Of course, a yeah. shark, of course! <laughs> a chain reaction of evil grips the tiny community as shredded bodies wash ashore. What human force could stop a shark working thin in glove with a beautiful young temptress splashing in the sea? Seasoned spirit banisher Father Michael must descend upon the village and fight both teeth and temptation to send these man-killers back to hell before the tide comes in for good. And um, the answers here include my favourite of the whole quiz. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, Is it called Hell or High Water? Shark Exorcist? The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea? Oh. Or, forgive me, Father, I have fins. (laughs) Or did Adam make it up? Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to go with the devil in the deep blue zone. And it's Shark Exorcist. Oh, again, the worst name. You two are wasted. You should be making up names for films. <laughs> like me and him so. should definitely start a film production Definitely, company. yeah. I don't know if we can make films. Doesn't matter. But we could sure name we them. sure name them. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Okay, this is your last multiple choice one, huh? Okay. Well, I think we can, you know, agree that I'm not getting rich off of this. That's so fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In 1967, a convent in Ulster becomes the site of a bloodbath. Thirteen nuns slain in a flurry of violence. In the aftermath, rumours surfaced that the sisters were part of a sinister cabal forcing orphaned women into prostitution and a world of abuse. As the plot thickens, Sister Mary Thomas, the only survivor of the murders, tells police that the killer was none other than Frank Bergen, the former janitor of the convent, himself murdered by monks 30 years prior. Now, in 1997, the work of the cabal continues. Am I pronouncing that word right? Cabal. Cabal, with a new generation of innocents suffering at the hands of the sisters. As the nights grow cold, Sister Mary lies awake in a hospital bed. She knows the janitor is back for blood. Is it called Breaking Bad Habits? Oh, that's a good one. Dirty Vicar, Perfect Murder. <laughs> Touched by God. Actually, this next one's a contender for my favourite. Handyman, Handyman, Handyman. <laughs> Or did Adam make it up? Oh, 
God. What was the first one again? Breaking Bad Habits. I like that one. Um, mm. And what was the last one? <laughs> Sorry. It's this payback for that one I couldn't read. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make you read through them all again. <laughs> Handyman, handyman, Oh, no, before handyman. that one. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Judged <laughs> <laughs> by God. Uh, oh, Do you want the sorry. second one? Go on. Dirty Vicar, perfect murder. <laughs> oh, God, it's a tricky one. The first one. He made it up. Oh, God. So, hand, well, oh. all's not lost. You've still got 10p to play for. Okay. And a quick fire well. end. Right. So, because I don't have a spreadsheet, this might be a bit slower than normal. But I'll edit okay. together so it's okay. Okay. So, I have. And again, he's he's done a lot better than me. 19 films. So, you don't get any plot summary. You just get the title. The title. And you have to say if it's real or not real. Okay. <sighs> and not true or false, as I sometimes do. No, you it. can say true or false. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to insist on... I think on... last time I did a mix for some reason. Okay. <laughs> right. Real or not real. Got it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Easter Bunny, Kill Kill. Real. Easter Bunny Bloodbath. Real. Easter Egg Murder Party. False. Not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck! There's a nun eating my face! <laughs> real. <laughs> Aliens versus nuns. Not real. A lawyer, the devil, three priests and a nun. Dot, dot, dot. Real. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> real. 40 Days and 40 Dead Choir Boys. Real. Jesus and the Rabbit of Damnation. <laughs> False. God is real and he killed my puppy. <laughs> False. <laughs> Jehovah's Shit List. <laughs> oh my God, that's my favourite. <laughs> oh God. Uh, False. <laughs> Not real. Undead Chainsaw Murder Monks. Uh, real. <laughs> I'm not even sure I had to say this one. Oh, Badass. Psycho priest. <laughs> uh, true. Real. On the seventh day, he murdered Grandpa. Real. Killing God. Got it. That's the name, oh, yeah. not real. <laughs> I think you'll like this next one. Willie May, the church lady vampire slayer. <laughs> that was great. Uh, real. Alien exorcism. Real. Loch Ness Monster Exorcism 2. Uh, not real. Bigfoot Exorcist. <laughs> not real. Right. <laughs> Let me... I think I was laughing too hard to score this accurately. To be honest, after Jehovah's Shitless. <laughs> right. I didn't really think about much else. <laughs> right, how many do I think you've got right here? One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Comfortably more oh, than half right yes. now. I've, I've stopped counting now. Yes. Oh, oh, I think you might have got well, about 13 or 14 oh, right. Do you want to hear which ones were real? Brilliant. Yes, please. Easter Bunny Kill Kill. Easter Bunny Bloodbath. Aliens versus Nuns. A Lawyer, the Devil, Three Priests and a Nun. Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. Jesus and the Rabbit of Damnation. Wow. Uh... Badass <laughs> psycho priest. It's basically the word badass, but it's got extra A's and S's in it. Ah, uh, okay. Killing God. Willie May, the Church Lady Vampire Slayer. Wow. Yeah, that alien was quite exorcism. Random. Yeah. And Bigfoot Exorcist. But not Jehovah's Shitless. No. Oh. 
That was a brilliant quiz. That was an amazing Adhan. quiz. A round of applause yeah. for Ad. Well done, Adam. Well Thank done, you mate. very much Thank for writing this Thank you so quiz. much. That, we, that was a great laugh. Yeah. And uh, Han, you're going home with 10p. Oh, Because you, yeah, you, you get to take the whole prize fund home. Whole 10p home. How will I carry it? <laughs> right. Let's do a jingle. Yeah. And let's go to Tomatometer. Right, so all that remains to do mm. is go to Rotten Tomatoes. We'll go play the Rotten Tomatoes game. What score do you think it got? Oh, yeah, before I look, I should. Okay. It's going to be one of those films I think that a lot of people will love just because it's a bit of a classic. Yeah, cult classic. Cult classic, yeah. But equally, some people will, it won't be for them. It's not It's not going to get like 90 or anything like no. that. I'm going to go with a 65. And we're going to go for 55. Okay. Let's have a look. Yeah, Critters 2. This time, oh, last, so the last episode, I was so proud of my new um, jingles mm. and my sound effects for the quick fire round, I forgot to put in the drum roll. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. I know. Drum roll this. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know why that took a minute, but it's coming. Oh. Thirty-one percent. Oh wow! Very low. I'm the quite surprised about that. The critics didn't enjoy it as much as we no, did. No, they really didn't. That, I mean, that made me want to see more critics' films. If I'm honest. Me too. I was thinking I wouldn't mind watching the first one. Yeah. But oh, I think there's several critics' films. Although oh. I think I'd watch it. I wouldn't watch it by myself. That would be a weird, you know, just me sort of sat there solemnly. Yeah. Watching a critic's film. Yeah, it's the sort of film that's quite nice to watch with friends, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit of a laugh. Um, so, the audience score was 37%. Oh, really? So, yeah, quite surprisingly low. Because I was thinking it would be a bit of a cult classic, and there was, you know, it was kind of going to be one of those films that, yes, we know it's no masterpiece, but a little bit loved by... Yeah, yeah. You know, the kind of people that would like Gremlins or, I don't know, Evil Dead, something like that, but no. Well, let's see what people said. So, tomatoes or splodges first? Well, I think let's get to the bottom of why it's unpopular. Okay. Let's have a splodge. Splodge. So, first up, we've got Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, Ebert. Mm. Ah, he's famous. Is he? Yeah, he's oh. Siskel and Ebert. Oh, well, there you go. It's him. <laughs> wow, two yeah. thumbs way up, guys. And he has said... It lacks all of the style and sense of fun of the original Critters and has no reason for existence, aside, of course, from the fact that Critters is a brand name and this is the current model. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, I mean... Is Critters a brand name? I don't know, I suppose. But, we, I mean, we haven't seen number one, so it's quite difficult to say yeah. how it compared. It might but... be that number one is the beloved classic. Possibly. And then it had a load of bad, a load of sequels that weren't widely loved. Yeah. Um, then we've got Mike Massey from Gone with the Twins. And Mike says, Amusingly, the Krite death scenes have grown more goopy and destructive, though the potential for greater showdowns and onslaughts is sadly unfulfilled. That's a splodge, is it? That was a splodge, yeah. Just like, okay, but... Guys, it's critters too. I know. It... Give it a break. I also don't feel like anyone's really, you know, like we were saying, well, let's get to the bottom of it. I mean, I feel like we haven't yet. Yeah. 
Well, some people have just given it a splodge with no comment. A splodge with no comment? Yeah. That's barbaric. Like, loads of people have done that, actually. Uh, that was Roger again. No, there's not really... So, Alex Sandal from Juicy Cerebellum says... <laughs> <laughs> Probably the worst of the Critters series. And that's saying something. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That no one's yeah, really yeah. gone to town about... Yeah, yeah. Why? So normally we get at least one reviewer who's like, oh, God. When viewed through the lens of a Marxist yeah, critique, yeah. <laughs> it fails to adequately portray the suffering of the working classes. <laughs> so true. You know, none of those. None of those at all. Um, we could look at the audience reviews. Yeah, yeah, we might have so to. Because really, not a lot of meat on the bones here from the critics. Uh, so I know we didn't have much to say about it, but that was just because we quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, considering the audience is supposed to hate it, again, not many bad comments. Oh, okay, we've got one. Okay. From David M. And David says, Pretty much a repeat of the first movie, just with a lot more gag factor thrown in, which I personally think ruined it and just sealed this movie's fate as a total joke. So by gag factor... I think like gross. Oh, rather yeah, than, than one-liners. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jonathan G says, This time it becomes stupid. It's boring and repetitive. It lacks what the first movie had. Just a typical creature. Oh, God, it's not very... You know when people don't really write very well. Sorry, Jonathan. No, don't apologise. He should apologise. No, I can't even get through that one. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator 8 says, this wasn't so good, but it's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no one's really disappointed. Get, disappointed. No one's We've really getting to the bottom of why it's not that good. I mean, because it is what it is, right? Yeah, you know, it's just it's fun. fun. We enjoyed film. it. Let's see what someone says. I mean, I will say I'm glad I rented it on Amazon Prime rather than buying it to have forever. Yeah. Because I think the chance of me re-watching that is slim. And in terms of tomatoes, uh, Chuck Rudolph from Matinee Magazine says, Almost as good as the first film, it's alone worth seeing for the return of Terence Mann as the funniest intergalactic bounty hunter in the history of cinema. Oh, okay. I don't... I don't, <laughs> I don't remember him really having us roaring with laughter. No, not really. He was quite monosyllabic, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't have so, put him up for the Oscar, but, <laughs> you know, it's all right. I mean, I don't think the character was meant to be funny. No. So that's not even a criticism no. of Terence Mann. I presume he played Og. I presume so. Yeah. And then Jason Shawhan from Nashville Scene says, the best Easter horror film is Mick Garris's Critters 2, the main course. That's that. Yeah. So there you go. Well, yeah. then we picked the right well, one. We picked the we? right one. I think I'll end my reviews there because you yeah. know what more. What more is there to say? Well, what, yeah. a, what a downbeat ending for a superb, well, superbly just... fun podcast yeah. with an amazing quiz from Adam. I was just expecting a bit more. You know, if you hate something, you're going to one star it. Go to town on why? Yeah, yeah. You know, what have we ever one starred? Which I think of our most hated, or we might have disagreed. I don't think we've fair. ever one starred anything. We're not. The closest I came was I didn't really like Mandy. Oh, you didn't know. Although I think that was. Whereas I. That was early like that days for the podcast. And I think I felt I had to 
be a bit critical. Yeah. I think I was being a bit harsh it's, on it. Actually, it's interesting. If you go back to our early days, I I wonder if we'd have given some of the same scores now. Because no, I think I was more critical as well. Yeah, yeah. The taking of Deborah Logan. Was nicer, we actually. only gave that three and a half stars or three. No, we only gave it three stars. Yeah, I think. we did. Yeah. and I think that would have got bumped up now. Yeah, that would have got a four. Also, the amount of lols it gave us, you know, yeah, yeah. surely just for that. Yeah, so sorry, Deborah. Sorry, Debs. <laughs> In a stinking graveyard. <laughs> um, I think that's the first time we've ever done a, a roundup of the Rotten Tomatoes and not found anything to laugh at. No, not at all. Oh, well. So, thankfully, we had a great quiz. Yeah, so, we did. Yeah. So that was our Easter special, by which I mean we watched an Easter film. And did a Christianity-themed quiz. Hmm. So, yeah. Pretty well-themed, I think. Yeah, I th- well. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much we could do, really, wasn't there? <laughs> like, is true. If we were sat here with bunny ears on, no mm. one would know. Oh, fuck. And as well, we were sat here with bunny ears on. <laughs> we were eating bunnies, to be fair. Oh, yeah, we were. We were yeah, eating yeah. Easter produce. Yeah. Um, um, so for our next one, we are going to do a Queen's Jubilee theme. Oh, wait. Is it Queen's Jubilee next? Are there it's any, got to be close, isn't it? Are there any horror films? What about, about the Queen's Jubilee? I mean... <laughs> Don't tell me Critters 3 is about the Queen's Jubilee. It's set in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Oh, I hope the corgis don't get eaten. <laughs> oh, no, they definitely would, wouldn't they? I think it's your turn to pick a pill. Is it? Because mm. I think... Did I pick Suspiria? I definitely picked Chris No, we too. went through the book. Oh, we did go through mm. the book. Maybe we should consult the Bible. Well, is the black phone out? Because I know... Oh, no, it's been pushed no, back, hasn't it? No, it's been pushed back. Bloody hell. Let's look at the book. Oh. Careful. Yeah, we're getting the book out yeah. of the pile of books. Oh. Somehow it's ended up halfway down. It's all right. I'm just going to be very strong. Oh, you are very strong. Yeah. Um, okay, the innocence. Have we gone past? You know, when you think, where did we get to? Yeah, we did go past the innocence, didn't we? Well, we got to Suspiria, didn't we? Yeah. Just going to find Suspiria. Okay, Suspiria. So the next one is uh, Halloween. Oh, I've not seen that. Have you not? Yeah, but I don't fancy it. You really should watch it at some point. It's a bit of a classic. Okay. The Shining, again, classic, but I've seen it. I've never seen The what? Shining. You need to watch The Shining. I don't, I'm the worst horror podcaster ever. <laughs> I don't know. You do, you do work with me. <laughs> <laughs> the Shining oh. is really good, though. You should definitely watch that. Um, angst. Angst. That sounds like a laugh riot. Sounds like a real laugh, laugh riot. Oh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, that is grim and a half. Oh, that yeah. is grim and a half. Have you seen it? Yeah, I had to watch it for um, when I did film studies at uni, and it was a bit like <laughs> it was you, quite grim. Do you sometimes wonder if you and me just don't have the stomach to no, be horror film podcasters? <laughs> maybe we should do rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> the midweek rom com podcast: colon rom com reviews. Rom com reviews. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our subtitle rather than part of our title. Shutter. I've not seen it. No, I've not seen that. Oh, it sounds quite scary one, though. Oh. It's um, from Thailand. So I don't know. We, it, I don't know how easy it would be to get, but hopefully we'll um, be able to get it. I've never seen a Thai horror. No, neither have I. And it says at the, the top, 
Spirit photography is when ghosts appear in pictures by accident or design, which sounds quite so good to old. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds pretty good. I'm not even going to read too much about yeah, it. Yeah, close the book. Close the book. Shutter. Yeah. Shutter that book. Glasby has spoken. He has. Thank you, Matt. We knew we'd get there. Maybe, though, we should, like, you know, I don't mind watching The Shining again at some point, because that is a great film. Oh, I know. I'm just going to say a line mm. to edit in. Ah, yes. And by Bible, we mean the Book of Horror by Matt Glasby. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean the Christian Bible. I know this is Easter-themed, but... No, no, no. <laughs> but, just... <laughs> but as in, just so they know what book we're looking oh, at. Oh, I see. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is that in Corinthians? I don't remember no, that part. No. But, like, it might... somebody might be listening for the first time. <laughs> And we didn't actually say what the book's name was. That is a very good so point, I'll put Alice. That in the yes, beginning. thank you. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Another great pod. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Tune in next time for more midweek horror. Don't get scared now. <laughs> <laughs>